I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Cause I told you. That is so fetch. Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Sweet setup. What do you make here? Don't worry about it. Oh, cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, Dick, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Take it home with you. I'm drinking every minute of every day. Honestly, like, yeah, after this whole COVID thing, I'm probably going to have to sit down and, like, reevaluate my life because I might have drank a little much wine lately. I, a I, little much wine. A little much wine. Yeah. <laughs> I started two hours ago. <laughs> What's so funny is we haven't even officially started the show. That might be the title of the episode. I've already a little, down. a little much wine with Paris. Oh Karis. my gosh! <laughs> that is the title. That's yeah. the title. Can we incorporate this into that. the show somehow? Is this the start? Hey guys, welcome back to Sauce and Goth. I'm this Fiona. This is the start. I'm, it, I'm Ryan. I got it right. This, this <laughs> is the start now because you said that. So for 30 <laughs> seconds of insane rambling, that's the start of the episode because we don't care about being professional on this podcast. We don't. I love it. And you're no, right. You, you would like you to introduce are, our Jonah. very special guest. <laughs> yes, Smith. we would. It's her birthday, everyone. So Hey, hey. Dude, it, it okay, it blows my mind that like okay, we've talked about this for a while and we're fired up that Kara, my old friend Kara is on the podcast today. And everyone should know, she's an OG fan. Epi 1. Okay? <laughs> she's been along for this stupid ride I the entire been. time, which is crazy. And we're like we got to have you on the show, obviously. And it just happens to turn out that the day we do that, it's your freaking birthday. <laughs> yes. What are the I know, odds? I'm so excited. Well, happy birthday, man. I'm not going to sing because, like, it, 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 I just can't do that. Um, and I'm I'm, copyright, so I don't think you can. Isn't that weird? Yeah, happy birthday's copywritten. What a prick, eh? Unbelievable. <laughs> What a loser that guy is who wrote that. Yeah, isn't that why restaurants have to have like their own weird random songs? Yes. I did yes, not it know is. that. Yeah. I had a friend who worked at um what do you call that place with the antlers? Moose Moose Winooski's dude. And that's exactly what she Wait, told me. She say like, that yeah. again. Moose Winooski. Moose Winooski? Yeah. Have you never eaten there? Because of the flabbergasted look on your face, I'm going to say no. I don't know if I don't know of any other locations of of moosers other than here in Kitchener. There's yeah. one at Sports World. That's the only one I've ever seen or been to. It's a bitchin' spot, man. It's like a big freaking log cabin, and and you just go in and eat wings and spill stuff. It's great. We should do an episode there, man. We're all about spilling stuff. I was gonna say. <laughs> Live on location. That would be cool. That'd be super cool. Let's let's call them after this and hook something up where like we collaborate. Let's make it a win-win here. We do a stupid episode of this show there, and then Kara Smith band rips a set there. How about that? 
<laughs> now I'm in for that. Let's get this. Now, off the back of mentioning that, Kara Smith, as we mentioned, our special guest today, and we're fired up about it. Kara is a super talented singer-songwriter. Um, we actually went to high school together, and we'll dig into that later. But uh, the yeah, disaster- First of all, we're going to embarrass her a little bit, because Ryan has something are, to say. We are. Oh, now, I, I received an anonymous message. It wasn't from my husband. I, I I cannot I'm confirm. So nervous right now. I can't confirm or deny the source of the message. Oh my gosh! It just know. says this though. Okay, here here's the message verbatim. Kara has been talking about how you asked her about being on the podcast. I just wanted to say, number one, she's a fucking serial killer with the toilet paper, like you guys talked about, and deserves to be roasted for that. But it gets worse. Not only does she put it on backwards, she's the one that leaves the roll with one square left and doesn't change it. Your response, Mrs. Smith. Oh my gosh. I was. As soon as you guys had that episode, like we've been so good for listening to your episodes together. As soon as we did that, he went straight to the bathroom and was like, oh my gosh, you're a serial killer. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 I think you have it wrong. And he's like, no, 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 you're a serial killer. Yeah. Yes. Why do you I do it like me? that? Oh. Why do you do it wrong, Kara? <laughs> I don't know. I think you just have it. Like, I'm trying to break it, but I'm like, Yeah. You have to change that. You have to change that aspect of your life. I mean, I could hang up right now. This is a real problem. <laughs> oh, man. That's so like, funny. Though. When we booked, like, when we finally said that we're going to do this today, he's like, yeah, so, like, are you going to let them know that you're a serial killer and you have the toilet paper on wrong? And I was like, no, I did not want to bring that up. <laughs> Well, but thank you, honey. For- oh, no, it looks like you, you married a snake. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I I love I love that. It, it's come full circle on the pod here. OK, this is oh. this is a type of effect we're having on people. OK, everyone married couples are bonding over this podcast. God, we rip. Oh, we my are- God. I went ahead and listened to an episode or two without him and he was pissed. I love that. Causing a ripple. So angry. That's like so. I played an episode. He's like, "Well, you already listened to it." I'm like, "No, no, no! Like, I didn't. Like, let's listen together." And I'm like laughing before. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "What are you laughing about?" It and I'm like, "Oh no, nothing, nothing." Just wait. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay, so now that we've addressed that major yeah. issue yeah that we'll, we'll so just much. we'll just let it slide um we have to talk about the Kara Smith band now as I mentioned Kara is a very talented singer and songwriter and uh you're in a band yes. that's named after you which is incredible yes. you're like uh you're like Bruce Springsteen in the E Street band it's named after you <laughs> yeah. yeah I love my bands I miss them so much right now 
I bet, man. Like this, this must be tough for you because I should mention right before all this crazy horse shit started, you had a CD release like planned and you've had to postpone it twice. Four days before it got canceled. Four days we we're going to have the party. Oh, but I'm like, I was, was going to be there. That many people together. That's. Y- yes. So. Which is sad, but you, yes. you have a debut album coming out. I'm fired yes. up about it. I was going to be there. I was going to cover it. You were. It. You were. I was very excited. Uh, but outside of that, like, take us through how the band got started. What inspired you to become so musically talented? All that good stuff. Tell okay. us. Dish us the goss. Dish you the goss. So I, my family's very musical, so I've been, like, playing for years. I started playing guitar when I was, like, six or seven. My dad got me my first guitar. I played I learned on piano first. So I played piano for years. Not great on piano anymore. Um, thankfully, only play Christmas carols once a year. That's about it. Um, played, like, all through public school, high school. Like Justin said, I was, like, the annoying girl at, <laughs> at school assemblies. I was constantly singing. And this was long before we even really knew each other. We went to high school together but didn't talk. And, uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother kid of worms. Um, then out of high school, it was like my graduating year. I won a contest through Country 93 to, um, perform, to win a chance to perform, um, Friday night at the Wilson Rodeo. I ended up winning that and got to open up for, um, Julian Austin, Shane Yelbert, and Jason McCoy. So that wow. was pretty awesome yeah wait how old were you i was just in high school so grade 12 yeah Yeah. so that was pretty awesome yeah i just graduated and then um that fall country 93 asked me to come back again for their 10th anniversary birthday bash and i got to open for jason mccoy again so that was pretty cool. These are like all me playing solo. I never had a band. I was slowly starting to get into recording, which was fun. It was just like at one of my dad's friend's places. We were just doing like basement recordings. And then um, it was three years later. Um, I was actually hanging out with my sister at, co- at her college. She was in school. I had graduated college already. And I got the chance to... Uh, open up for the road hammers wow rodeo so that was pretty darn cool so i had to get a band together for that so that was my first time our first performance (laughs) was opening for the road hammers so that was cool and so ever since then that was in 2013 2014 i've kept a band together ever since That's incredible. And I mean, some major country acts there. (laughs) Um, Funnily enough, I have a, I have a sort of connection to the road hammers. You do. When our, when our insanely loud metal screamo band was still hot to trot in the middle of our, of our prime, (laughs) we, we got invited to play this stupid battle of the bands thing to uh to win an opportunity to open for them at like some oh you know what it was it was patty fest in listowel and we were like we were like man we don't want to open for the road hammers (laughs) and like like and then 
one of our, uh, I think it might have been Quentin, who you know, our guitar yeah. player. He was like, but wouldn't it be really funny if we did play and scared a bunch of old ladies? And I was like, we got to do it. So we go, and obviously we didn't win. I don't know why the judges didn't like us. <laughs> and so we didn't you guys get to open. You were very good. You were very good. I appreciate the uh, the tire pump. Um, we, <laughs> but, we... but you're not the band to open for a country act. Like, there's right. just no way. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I always thought it'd be really funny to to just like, what if we just like somehow got the opportunity to open for like Garth Brooks, who I really like. He, Could you know, you imagine. It would be the most ridiculous thing ever. And the only reason I say him is because apparently, like, and I don't know him personally, obviously. Um, hit me up, Garth. Like, let's let's get together, you know? Um, apparently, like, he's a big metal fan. Like, he loves Metallica and shit, which is, yeah. like, cool. Um, and that's great. And, like, you know, it's cool that, you know, he likes different kinds of music. And I mean, me personally, not being the biggest country fan, he's one of the few dudes where I'm like, that guy's legit. He's, yeah. he's the man. Yeah. I love Garth Brooks. Now, obviously watch his documentary. I've seen parts of it. Cause my mom has it and she's like, you gotta watch this Garth Brooks. And I'm like, mom, all right. You know, he, he's a, a, an interesting cat. And my dad actually met him once. Um, by happenstance, because you'll remember my dad used to drive long haul and he yeah. was in like, he was in like Tennessee somewhere and he was at a random truck stop and Garth Brooks's tour bus stopped to get gas there. And my dad walks out and he's like standing there outside the bus, like chilling. And my dad being a huge country nut, like he loved rock and metal, but like he was a big country guy too, sees him and calls my mom and is like, oh my God, uh, I'm decently sure that Garth Brooks's tour bus is parked next to my truck. And mom's like, oh, fucking no. And he's like, no, I'm like fairly sure. And my dad creepily across the parking lot, like snaps a pic of him. And mom's like, oh my God, you got it. <laughs> so he went over there and Garth was super cool to him and like signed a CD for him. And he was, who was he on tour with? I feel like he was on tour with like, uh, Trisha Yearwood maybe. And so she was there too. And, and she was super cool. And like, my dad was over the moon that he got to meet Garth Brooks. And I was like, he came back and showed me the CD and I was like, fuck, I don't fucking care. Like it's not Pantera. Like, come on, dad. It was cool though. Like he was so fired up and, uh, yeah, someday, uh, you know, like getting back to your music, like uh, you gotta be on a trajectory where one day you'll open for him. Well, that'd be cool. That'd be or very he'll cool. open for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You'll surpass Garth. Fuck Thunder Road. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta like... aim high. You really gotta aim high. Yeah, exactly. Shoot right through the moon. Don't shoot for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? World Tour 2022. <laughs> I'm pumped. World Tour 2020. You'll open how, for How good would that be, though? Is I'm Like, there. if... If we could somehow 
continue the like our trajectory is this it's this dude and how good would it be and funnily enough so is yours both of our trajectories are fucking inclined and how cool would it be if in 2022 we somehow collaborated on a joint world tour we'll we'll do a dumb podcast in front of some people and then have a rip roaring country show after your podcast like that would be killer in front of a crowd of people we would get in i would get in so much trouble but like <laughs> that's okay it's a show you can say whatever you want uh, can i right i some <laughs> I people you can't some people disagree but i do it anyway yeah, some because people, I, like throw things at us probably i read at ryan well yeah if if <laughs> any of us were to get things thrown at them it would be me it would be me. And it would be now, like, a, like a cross. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, wow. We, we, we went so far over the line there, and I love it. We're pinned. We're just pinned to the floor. Four to the floor. That's what we do here. Kara, now, I remember. floor to the floor? I might have. And it doesn't matter. Floor to the like, floor. Like you did not say foot to the floor. That's all I I, <laughs> I really didn't. And um and I'm okay with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a life adjustment based on that mistake I made, and I, I promise I'm gonna be better. Anyway, Kara, I remember you really well in high school. Um and on, on rare occasion we we would run into each other mostly in the music room. And um, I remember in particular one day, and I don't know why the school insisted on doing this, to not to bring it back again to my failed music career, but they would ask our band all the time to play at like school functions. And we were yeah. like, are you people out of your <laughs> mind? There is, there's maybe 20 students I can count in the school that, maybe like our band like this isn't what we do i don't want to play at school <laughs> so, and i know you'll remember this and i don't think you played at this one because like i said i remember you really well playing at uh the talent shows in the music room and also they started doing that like thursday talent thing yep. or whatever i had graduated by then and and you would play all the time um but I think it was the talent show. I was in grade 11 or 12. So you were maybe in like grade nine. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember that, but our band played. Yeah, and I it, actually do. it went about as well as you would think. And <laughs> the You're reason. so hard on yourself. No. And it's not because we weren't good. We ripped. We, uh, God, our band. Oh, we were fired up. But. The genre really did not mend well with a very um, country-happy crowd. Um, the only reason we played is because Mr. Reed, God rest his soul, oh, begged us to play. I, I miss him, too. He was the shit. He kept that school going. Um, he begged us to play. He's like, guys, like we need like a half hour filled. Can you please just do this? And we were like... He wanted he you to play did. for half an hour. He wanted us to play for a half an hour. I think we well, probably on a, played at a for... talent show. Yeah, talent shows. We had well, some like killer the... talent shows. We like did. more like people get more than like 
like one song you can play for half an hour? Well, I I think he asked because we were the last act, and okay. he set aside half an hour. Now we probably played for like fifteen minutes because <laughs> we got through like four songs, and we were like, I can't, I can't do this anymore because <laughs> because our band and like that style of music, it's very high energy, and like right. when you're getting just nothing from the people watching. <laughs> It was, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I turned into a diva on stage. I became Axl Rose. I was like, I'm walking off. And so I did. And the, and the guys just followed me. They were just like, okay, I guess jury's out. Well, we're out. We didn't have talent shows in high school. We, we had them in elementary school. Really? Um, yeah. And, um, I, I know one year I participated with, um, I guess, I think it was three of my friends. I think there were four of us on stage to do a dance to um, the radio version Can't Be Tamed by Miley Cyrus. Oh, oh my God. And wow. I'm not going to say it was good. And that's the end of my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we have to please find footage of this. I Somebody know, has know, footage. Um, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God, I'm going to bite my own ask here whatever the saying is i think danica's parents still have the footage we need it we need it i have to have that in there my was life one move where where um we went like like we like put our arm back and like to like hit the floor and we'd crouch down because we had a pile of glitter in front of us we we're gonna like make like like a glitter be rain in front but it did not work <laughs> So it's my we, just, we just like swept the ground for no reason. It's my favorite thing ever when like <laughs> you could tell a performer has like put thought into like a certain prop and it just oh. doesn't work. Like as bad as this sounds, and Kara, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this piece of footage, but it's it's very infamous, I'll say, in the music industry. Now, this isn't that funny, but like for some reason, just we've discussed this before. When people like fall or get hurt, I I laugh. Like it's my first instinct to just laugh. My Even if I'm concerned, fear. I just laugh, right? Now, I don't know if you've ever seen <laughs> the footage of okay, back in I think 92, Metallica did a us and canada tour with guns and roses big deal and uh in montreal you can youtube this when they did the show in montreal the pyrotechnics at the front of the stage malfunctioned and james hetfield the lead singer and guitar player from metallica it it burnt his hand <laughs> and it's not funny, but also is hilarious because when you see it the first time and just his people's reactions to being hurt are funnier than actually the right. act. And so just the way he reacts to this fireball engulfing his right hand <laughs> is fucking priceless. And so his hand was like badly burned and he couldn't play guitar the rest of the tour. They had to get a guy to fill in. He obviously still sang. See, that's, like, that's crappy. <laughs> yeah, it's it sucked. And it's not funny, but also yeah. funny. Have you guys seen on Netflix, I forget what it's exactly called, but like that series where there's like 100 people um, and they like do experiments on them. 
Do you oh, know where I'm I've seen that? the show. Yes. Yeah. Okay, they, they did this one experiment where they took a group of people, um, two groups of people, and then um, they played the exact same footage of, like, people falling and hurting themselves, and, like, one had a laugh track, and one was just, like, silence, just, like, the audio from the video of people getting hurt. And it's so funny that it's different reactions. But the one with the laugh track, everyone was, like, hollering because it was the funniest thing they've ever seen. And the one without a laugh track, they're all just, like, cringing, like, wishing it would end because they felt so bad for And it's, like, the same video, but it's whether or not people were laughing. Really I fun. disagree with that. And, and I would like Kara's thoughts on this. Um... But I disagree with that. I love Fail Army and not the show that they've made because now they have like a half hour show on like TV. I don't like it because a lot of times they do have a laugh track and I don't think that shit needs it. The raw, unedited um, version of Fail Army videos that they put up is so good. I could watch that shit for 40 hours straight and not get sick of it. They have like the best thing is that they always at the end of the year do like a double compilation of all the best fails. Any of the ones where it's people falling in water, falling on ice, any of it, dude, kids getting hurt. (laughs) Yes. I'll get fired up for kids getting hurt. It's so funny watching kids fall off bikes because kids are so funny, man. Like, remember when like you'd get babysat as a kid? I don't know about you guys. I'd get babysat and there were kids of like all ages there. Yeah. And it is so funny to me because like little kids have not like developed that like emotional stability yet. So it's so funny when kids, obviously not seriously, but when like they bang their head on something and there's that moment where they sit and their face is like, what do I do now? They don't, they don't know if they should cry. Yeah. That's why like (laughs) that moment is chef's kiss. It's great. Kids are going to cry if like an adult goes over to them and say like, Oh my God, like, are you okay? Is like, how are you doing? And then they'll start crying because they're like, Oh my God, this is supposed to hurt. But then if like, you just don't acknowledge it, then they just like run away. Like nothing happened. (laughs) That's so weird, but it's it's, like, it's true. That is true. It's the best. I remember like my brother, I would either just cry immediately or I would desperately try not to. My brother would always look at my parents Mm -hmm. and base his reaction on whatever my mom did. So like if, if mom like laughed or just was whatever, he'd like fall and scrape his knee and, and laugh. But if mom was like, Ooh, (laughs) he'd be like, just immediate, like, like anime tears shooting out of his eye. Like it was always so funny when he got hurt. I'm sorry I said that, Roy, but it, it's it's just it's so funny. I want to know, Kara, what is it like now? I I don't know. You're probably aware of this. I've probably brought this up to you, but your husband, who will remain unnamed, uh, is is distantly related to me. We are we are cousins. Yes. Really? We are, yes. And I can't remember how I should have asked my mom. I meant to do that. We are distantly related on my mom's side. I'm not talking close. Like, I don't know. He's probably my fifth or sixth cousin somehow. Um, I want to know what it's like. 
being married to that guy because he's a beaut. Well, it's pretty great. He's pretty yeah. good to me because I'm a handful. Like, let's be honest here. I'm no way. Toilet. He puts up with the toilet yes. paper thing. So oh, that speaks volumes. He's, he's very good to me. <laughs> that's that's good news because, dude. Carol working on her honesty. And giving herself a reality check. Yeah, I'm a bit of a handful. I like that you're able to admit. I'm a busy person and I'm like, I do things right away. So he kind of just goes along with it. No, right. You're, you're very like headstrong. Let's get it done now. And he's kind of along for the ride. Yeah. So we do, we do well together. (laughs) Right. The yin and yang. I like it. That's hilarious. Now, obviously, like you're, it's your birthday, and you're entitled to do this. Um, you're you're ripping some white wine there. I am. What what do we got? A Chardonnay? No, it's fruity wine. I only drink fruity wine. Yeah. Mm, so okay. this is from Argyle Wines in Listowel. Oh, okay. I like Sponsor the buying local. Yes, that's <laughs> so delightful. Good. So good. Okay, I love that you guys in the middle of your show say sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, you're not the first person to say that to me. <laughs> you, you did it for us too, which is great. Hey. So they are fantastic. That's where we get all our wine. And and they should sponsor us because what a good fit, right? Like, um, now obviously he he would, I assume, not join you in consuming white wine. What is his go-to beverage? It's whiskey. He will drink wine once in a while, but he likes his whiskey. Whiskey There's and rum. A- there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Old school gentleman. And I appreciate that. Now, I I see you probably most often. And the last time I saw you live in person, which hopefully we'll be able to do again within, oh. I don't know, a year, <laughs> is... Uh, <laughs> Is at the arena now. Now, many people will already know who are listening. You uh, quite often, when you're available, sing the anthem at the Mount Forest Patriots games. How did that get started? I do, I do. I've actually been singing um, for the Mount Forest Patriots more so in the last like three to four years. I do it constantly, but uh, since I was like grade eight. Oh, it's been that long, eh? Yeah, like, but. Back then, and like all through high school, it was like special occasion games. It was like once in a while, not like now. I'm like play every play, sing every playoff game, and yeah, you're there all the time. Yeah, um, I love and I love the team. They're great, and the people that run it are great. And that's the last time I saw you. Oh my god, there's a cat on the show. <laughs> Look at pepper. that unit. Oh, his name's Pepper. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you have a salt to go with him? I have um, a white salt cat. Salt visited oh. us shortly after we got Pepper, but Justin wouldn't let me let salt in the house. Oh, that's I know. too bad. I oh, wanted well. another one, but that's okay. Now, being that you're an OG fan, you obviously are moderately aware of our social media activity. So you oh, would be aware, yeah. like we would... We would get Fiona to lift her cat into the frame, but I don't think she oh could. God. No, I can lift Muffin. Um, There's no Muffin. Oh, yeah, she's like 30 pounds probably. I don't know. Oh I have no idea. God. 
I have that bounced cat. out of thin air and grabbed that number. I don't She's know how much. She's got ten pounds on Pepper. <laughs> at, at least. At least. Like I think Pepper was seventeen and a half last time I weighed him. Yeah, she's so big. And that alone would make me go, wow, a fairly sizable cat. The first time I laid eyes on Muffin, I went, that cat is heavier than gravity. There's no way that's not not true. It is a beautiful cat. It it, it is. And I'll I'll agree. She's beautiful. She's got a nice coat. But she is a bowling ball. I could bowl turkeys with that cat, dude. Straight up. <laughs> Poor Muffin. Oh, I'll She's the my other two cats one of these days. The one one of these days. The cutest cat you'll ever see. Her name is Epic. So. Epic. That's a great name. Yeah. I didn't name any of these pets, so. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, now, Pepper came with his name, so. Now I want to ask you, based on the fact that you're obviously a you know a big music fan, yes. Um, who and and we jokingly said, although if you are listening, Garth, like pick pick her up, like take her on tour. Um, take take her. Uh, I swear to God, that guy lives in a spaceship, dude. He does. He's an alien for sure. Um, who are some of the people that like other than Garth? Because it's yeah. Garth. Who are some of the, the big acts that like would be like a dream tour for you to be with? Ooh, well, definitely um, Miranda Lambert would happen. Like she's up there. You love the her, eh? I love her. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, she's so talented. I would love to go on tour with John Fogarty. Oh, that would be sweet. I'm a huge CCR fan. Would love that. Ooh, someone else. Honestly, I would be just excited to go on tour with anybody. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, like I, I agree. Just to like go, I don't know if I could be away for months. Like that's like I'm kind of a homebody a little bit, but just to go on tour and play big stadium shows would be awesome. Someday, someday, someday it will happen. It will happen. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, that's good. I uh, I think that you would. Yeah, you and Lambert would be sweet. Now I have to ask because of the um, you know, let's let's call it sloppy breakup oh. between her and one one Blake Shelton who Yes. Uh, now I, I don't know I don't know if you like him personally or or um or like his music. I I already didn't really like his music and then post Lambert abuse yes. I I just leather stamp it for me that he's a piece of shit and he's part of the one percent and should never listen to this 1%. show love it i fucking hate him i think he's a douchebag what is your opinion on mr shelton i only liked a few of his songs to begin with and i don't really listen to much of his stuff yeah i think that was a pretty messy breakup when he just kind of tried to hide behind things but yeah i just don't i'm team lambert all the way I agree. Now, both of you would probably have more knowledge than I because I don't pay attention to such nonsense. But how how did that all come about? He cheated on her, correct? Was that what it was? There was a... I have no idea. 
I, about any I, I can't remember either. I know it was so long ago. And then she dated Anderson East there for a while. Like they were together. Right. Yeah. That's an interesting name. Yeah. Anderson yeah, he's a musician. East. I like his music. Like I kind of liked their match. They were different. But I like her new man that she's married to. Oh, okay. So I'm I was unaware of this. Like I didn't know that she had remarried. Who is yeah, her like new... out of nowhere. Like she okay. kind of went off the map and it was like we never even heard of this guy and then she's posted a picture saying she was married. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a Vegas marriage almost. <laughs> yeah. She just she just pushed all her chips right into the middle of the table. And she seems like she seems happy. Well, that's all that really like, Matt. So like who is happy. this guy? Is he like he's, he's just some New guy? York. He's a police officer from New York. Oh, well then. Police officer, so. Oh, well, that's yeah. nice. Good, yeah. good for her. That's mm-hmm. that's pleasant. Um, I wonder if they use handcuffs. That's my first. <laughs> that's my first thought. Come um, on. Now that's. <laughs> now that's none of. <laughs> that's none of my business, but it's my right to wonder, <laughs> isn't it? It is. <laughs> wonder to wonder. yourself. Well, but I wonder aloud to all of our faithful listeners because that's what makes me rip. <laughs> now, now I I want to know what your opinion then is. Now we can all I think agree, and Fiona, I want your input on this too because this is this is also a very current relationship. I want to know what your opinion is then of him now being uh, latched up, shall we call it, with uh, with Gwen Stefani. Fawny, who used to be married to one of my favorite artists, uh, Gavin Rossdale, who, of course, did cheat on her. And he's, of course, a piece of shit. And Gavin, you can't listen to the podcast. I still like your music, though. But yeah, w- what's your opinion on that now? Like her and Shelton, like that, when I first heard that, I was kind of interesting. I was very weird at first. The A N A N A S. That was great. That was great. Yeah, I think it's that's very why weird. she's my co-host. I agree. Like, B A, I love that. Fucking A. What a hit, you know? An it international seems to be working blockbuster for them. I guess if you could say that way. Aren't they on the it, TV show or something? It does. Yeah, they're on the they're on the sing songy show. Yeah, and uh, the voice. Well, and you know it? what? Yeah. Uh, where they spin the chairs around, which is fucking dumb. Um, I I want your opinion on that. I want your opinion on that too, because being a being a you know an aspiring artist, and and I'm fired up to hear your album. Um, whenever we can get together and have that party, that's gonna rip. Um, you know, writing songs, being a great singer. Um, I want your opinion on all of the the sing songy contest shows, because I'll be honest with you. I was fed up with it immediately. Like I, I don't watch them because I'll I'll say this, this is my opinion. And I I'd love to hear yours. I don't give a fuck that you can sing good. I don't, I actually don't think, and many people will probably disagree with me. I, I know it's hard to sing, I struggle to sing. That's why I did the screamy bit. But it's I understand it's like hard to become a a good singer. Yeah. I just don't think that being able to sing on key is that 
awesome. It, like, it doesn't, for me, it doesn't set you apart. It's right. like saying you're a movie director if you can press record on a camera. Yeah. Like, you're not Quentin Tarantino because you can push record. So I, I just, I watch all these shows and I see them and I'm like, okay, great. They found 30 more fucking people that can sing. Neat. Right. What sets you apart and, and what makes you unique is being able to actually write a song. I don't care that you can sing. It's like, neat, fucking sing opera. I don't give a shit. Yeah. If you can't write your own material and make great, memorable pieces of music, I really don't value that. And I th think these contest shows are a fucking waste of time. What is your opinion on that? I kind of agree i don't like american idol like i hate that i think and how many people that and i don't like judging people's talent like if someone sings like i'd never say oh my gosh you're a horrible singer but i hate like so many people make it through and they actually have zero talent and that's frustrating to me and they just do that so they can get so people can get a laugh and i don't think that's okay yeah and uh i do like the idea of the voice how they can't judge you on your looks. It is strictly on your singing and if you're performing when the audience gets into it. So they're judging you on that. Like audience engagement. The show I really am hooked to right now is Songland. I've and not heard of this. So, I forget. Um, Ryan Tender, Tedder. Ryan Tedder. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, him and... Uh, two other people and I can't remember their names, a huge songwriter down in Nashville and then a girl, I can't remember her name. They bring an artist and they get people to write songs. So you, if I write a song, I go sing it on the show in front of this artist, like pitch my song to them. And then you work, if you get chosen, you get to work with them to like work on your song. Like you're actually trying to improve yourself. I like the sound of that. Yeah. In infinitely better. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, I, I like, it's, it's great that like you can sing and, and whatever, but just, I, I don't have, I'm never going to have any attachment to, to an artist, not to sound like a, a music snob for the four thousandth time on the show, but <laughs> I just, I, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck that you can sing. I, I just don't, um, you know, I mean, I, some of my favorite, I give some, some fucks that people can sing because no, I mean, I, good for them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say that they're like, there's no point in being a, a good singer who can't write because let's face it. Half the, the famous artists out there right now, aren't their own songs. That is I'm so like, true. they still give me some good music to jam to. Yeah. You're right. It, uh, I'm more, I guess I more just mean, and yeah, you know, lots of big pop, backs um you know have a big team of people that write with them but like they have input and like you know and they they they're a talented like performer mm -hmm. I, I more mean just stock out of the box like nothing to do with like your showmanship because yeah like you know some of your fav favorite artists and, and some of mine too um don't write their own songs but yeah. like they they bring something to the performance aspect and that's cool i just mean stock out of the box like your one talent is like you you can sing good it's like okay for me it's like what else yeah. because i think i think i and it's probably the same for you care like i can't write songs but um 
growing up and being in a band and in the type of band I was in, being around all those guys that were extremely talented, I I had to find my way to offer my side of it. Yeah. And so I just am like, okay, cool. Like you can sing, but like, yeah, like what else now? Yeah. Oh, exactly. If you, I find this is what I love about my band is because they love playing my originals. Because if you're just playing cover tunes all the time, well, like you're always going to be a cover band. You're never going to get out of that. If you're not writing your own music or performing originals, you, you're not going to get farther. Because like there's yeah. like a small, small, small percentage of tribute bands that are like killer that like make it big in the business. I, yeah, I agree. And, and that's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're trying to like be an artist and do your own thing and set your own, set your own mark, I mean, yeah, there, there are lots of people who I like and respect that don't write, you know, half their songs or, yeah. or even any of them, Yeah. but they just, there's something about the way they are as a performer that sets them apart. You got to have something other than I can hold a note right. that for me, that's going to give me any attachment to what you're doing. Like, um, right. like for instance, like one, of, one of my favorite art, my favorite band ever is Oasis. Now, Noel Gallagher is not the best guitar player on earth. Far from it. He he's, he's an average guitar player, but he has written some of the most important songs of our lifetime, my yeah. lifetime anyway, cause I'm old, but, uh, you know, like he, those songs stand the test of time still, man. They outsold the Beatles. Like yeah. that's, that's fucked. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely an interesting aspect of the entertainment industry that I, I appreciate your take on. Um, I gotta be honest, and this is becoming a theme on the show now because I have taken up the, um, the habit and this was a habit already of yeah. drinking 40 liters of coffee a day. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to pee now. I'm going to do it. I not right this second. Yes. Self-care. Take but a break and go to the bathroom. I'm going to go do that. And, and you guys just continue the conversation here. I know Fiona has some stuff she wants to dig into with you as well. Okay. So you guys, you guys do that girl goss and I'll be back and I'll just jump in with my thoughts. How about that? And get another beer. Perfect. <laughs> this is actually perfect timing because you guys went to high school together. I wanted yes. to ask if there's any embarrassing or funny stories that we can talk about oh. to embarrass him by. I don't know. <laughs> I know he embarrasses himself a lot already, but any... <laughs> I should be asking my husband because my husband's from the same hometown as him. Yeah. And knows him more. Justin, do you have any juicy stories on Ryan? Probably can't hear me. Looking like a no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Let me think on it. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have prepared. I should have had my yearbooks out. Oh my gosh. Oh, Justin says he's a raging road hockey player. I believe that. Was he any good at it? <laughs> Is he any good? He was good at calling everything. He was good at calling everything. <laughs> He was like a road hockey ref. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> I, like intense. I, like intense. 
I guess he's really intense. Yeah. He, he you know, I kind of get the vibe that he would be intense. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's been some of my, um, like, my most, like, often received feedback about this, is how intense Ryan gets. He's so passionate. <laughs> I just love how he goes on this, like, powerful rant and you, like, shut him down. <laughs> He goes oh. off. Someone's gotta like, like. Yeah, someone's gotta control it. Bring <laughs> so him in. <laughs> oh, look at that! He's returning. That was fast. No, okay, he's getting his beer. He's always wearing that blue hat. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> he's gonna listen back. On this. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got it. Corona hair. <laughs> That's it. And. There we go. <laughs> Put on the headphones. So refreshing. That was great. <laughs> feel like feel like a whole new human being. You know how sometimes yeah. when like man, I'll tell you. I used to go on road trips with my dad sometimes when he was long hauling places. And depending on where you were in the world, like there would just be nowhere to stop sometimes. And if you're in like, you know, the middle of Alberta and it's winter time, you're not pulling over. That's just not an option. It's, it's flat as shit. And it's like minus 30. You're just not, subjecting your body to that kind of temperature right on the skin you're not doing it and so (laughs) there would be times where i would have to pee so bad and like you know how like sometimes we've all done this where you've just had to pee so bad and you like you start seeing shit like you start hallucinating you have to (laughs) pee so bad yeah this We've all gone through that one time at least where you've been like, oh my God, if I don't pee within the next minute, I'm going to have a real problem. Now, the last time that happened to me, I went to, uh, yeah, the last time this happened, uh, I, what show were we seeing? Oh, uh, it was the second time I went and saw John Mayer with, with Rob Crellin, who I don't know if you'll re- you remember him, Kara, from school. Yeah. He was our drummer. Um, which, by the way, I should say that the boys listen to all these eppies, and him and Quentin are obviously both accredited music producers now. We got to get you guys hooked up. And, yes. and funnily enough, Quentin texted me. He was like, oh, you're going to have Kara on, man. I remember her. She was always like the most talented person at our school. I do and- remember those guys. Just the best dudes. Yes. They they produce they produce now. Like Rob has his own project. Quentin is in a band. Like they uh they rip. We gotta get you guys hooked up and, and record some songs with them. But as I just sip my beer really quick. We went and saw John Mayer for the second time in the span of probably four months, and we went and saw him at Budweiser Stage. In the summertime. Great show. Great time. Leave the show. Now, at Budweiser Stage, they've got... I'm sure you've seen a show there, probably. Yeah. Uh, what was it? It used to be called, like, the oh, Molson Amphitheater. Now, dotted around the area, they have all these, like, little shacks selling beer. Yeah. And so, we had one right by us. So, like, we were funneling tall boys all day and 
the the bathrooms at the amphitheater are kind of like down these platforms of stairs mm-hmm. and like they're easy enough to get to the show is over i haven't peed in probably 40 minutes which is a bad <laughs> sign because obviously minutes. we 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 were pre-drinking <laughs> we were pre-drinking and um we're like okay we got to get out of here right cuz yeah. we wanted we were in an airbnb like I don't know, three blocks away. It was a 20 minute walk max. And we're like, we want to beat the mass flood of people coming out. So, and Rob looked at me and said, do you want to go to the bathroom before we go? I'm feeling solid and I'm, I'm wasted. And I'm like, nah, let's go. We, we leave the venue within probably 10 minutes of me saying, Nah, let's go. I realize I've made a critical life error. And it it sucks because we're walking around like the X. There's people everywhere from the concert. There's cops everywhere, obviously, because they know there's this mass crowd of people coming out. So they're kind of, you know, around directing people, making sure there's not drunken fights and whatever. So I'm like, oh, my God. I have to pee, but I can't do it because there's people everywhere. And so I'm like, I have to just, I have to just swallow this one and keep walking. We're all pretty drunk. We start walking. Now the problem becomes exacerbated. If I can say that word when during the show, I didn't learn this till we started walking home. During the show, Rob wasn't wearing his glasses. He had his contacts in. And at some point during the show, he blinked and his contacts just launched out of his eyes. And so he's like essentially blind now. And so Laura is like leading him through the pack of people slowly trying to like make sure he's good. So our journey is now slower, even more so. We start we start going over this bridge into Liberty Village or Libvidge as the cool kids say in Toronto. That sounds disgusting. No, so <laughs> Lib it I'm does sound like Libvidge, like what? Yeah, it it okay. does sound like a 21st century STD. It does. Um funnily enough, I used to work in Libvidge at Fight Network. So we're I'm very familiar with the area. We're crossing a bridge into Libvidge uh, and the Libvidge <laughs> Yeah. That's when, that's when that's when I started I started hallucinating because I had to pee so bad. Like there were just that's lights terrible. dancing. Oh, I know. There's like light dancing in front of my eyes. I'm like partially blacking out. I'm like I didn't even know that this was physically Let it go possible. On your pants, man. No, Why dude. Pee somewhere, dude. Because there's people everywhere, and there's like cops, and I'm like, okay, I know, I recognize now the area we're in. There's a there's new apartment buildings like just there, just off in the distance, and I know that there's a little area there where I can sneak off. We're walking, and I just out of nowhere find the right spot. There's nobody back there near this pile of like stones. I'm like, I'm peeing on those stones. 
I just peeled <laughs> off and went running over there, and Rob and Laura didn't know where I were. I, I was, and so I just, uh, I just unleashed there, and like, dude, this is this is the product of that would have been the most satisfying pee ever. Oh my god, I actually almost fell down because my wee my knees were so weak. And I, I actually almost dropped to the ground into my own pee because this is the byproduct of like six or seven tall boys unleashing. It was easily a four minute long piss. Like I could have listened to a record. And, uh, anyway, I, and I knew how long it was because I round the corner to get back on the main sidewalk and Rob and Laura are a football field away. And it it was so bad. I catch up to them and they're like, where'd you go? And I was like, dude, I just, I just made a new river. Like there's, <laughs> it was falling through the streets in Toronto. It was so, so bad, but I felt unbelievable. And then I got such like a burst of energy from that, that I stayed up till like 6am. Oh my God. Wait, another another quick um, urination story. This is fun. Yes. Um, <laughs> Let's all share. <laughs> it's not. Okay, so um, this was back in high school. I had just gotten my G2. Um, for our national listeners who don't know what that means, uh, in, in Ontario, at least, you get your uh, G1, which is your written test for driving, your G2, which is your first road test, so you're finally allowed to drive by yourself, and then you get your G later on. So I had my G2. I could drive by myself. So my friends and I, um, Lori and Danica, uh, we decided to drive an hour to the closest city <laughs> and go to the movies. Dedication <laughs> for a movie. <laughs> it's what you have to do when you're around here. <laughs> um, so we're driving, and um, we're in this like secluded air, like uh, on the highway, but like in b- between um, town, like nowhere, no one was around, and. <laughs> There's no cars around, but we see a, an abandoned wheelchair, and we're like, that's weird. And then down in the ditch is a man <laughs> just being in broad daylight. And luckily, I was driving. I kept my eyes on the road. I only barely, but they totally. saw everything. <laughs> oh, no. They saw this gentleman just pee out of where a gentleman pees. <laughs> and the question is, how did he get there? Where did he roll from? Because it's not near a building. There's no car. And he just really wanted some privacy, man. So he he walked over, jumped in his wheelchair, rolled around till he found a nice ditch to pee in off of the highway. Good for him, though, man, because you know what? Props to him because he knows who he is and he's okay with it. And so am I. Good for him. (laughs) I want to know. I want to know because we were talking about this the other day, obviously performing live a lot. Um, You know, you, you have good shows, you have bad shows, you have those medium shows. Um, 
What's the worst thing that's happened to you on stage while performing? Because I'll, I'll let you share whatever you can think of. Cause I have one that will for sure top it. Is that your bathroom one? Cause that would like, that's a fear of mine. Oh yeah. Right. So if you're referring, if you're referring to the time that I ran into the bathroom right by the stage, did I tell this story already on the pod? Oh, that's brutal. I suck. Um, That's a fear of mine. It actually is. So like, I don't be scared. (laughs) I always know where the bathrooms are. Um, two things that happened when I opened for, uh, the first time I opened at the Holstein Rodeo, I dropped my pick. And you know those handy little things? I thought you were going to say your... something else. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God you said that. Then, um, the things that you put your picks in that attached to your mic stand? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have one of those. My picks were stuck in my back pocket. Oh, no. And I wear fairly tight jeans. So I couldn't... I'm in mid-song. I could not get a pick out. So I gracefully paused in my song and picked the pick up on stage. It was so embarrassing. My other embarrassing thing was I these are like I lost my voice. Oh, that's the worst, dude. Last summer. Um, I it was my own fault. I had a yard sale all day and we went and played a four-hour show in the evening and i was hanging out with the guys all night before the show and obviously you're talking and lost my voice like mid song i went to hit a note and couldn't like it was terrible and i looked at my guitar player chris and he just knew by the sound that came out of me he's like this is not good oh no like i just told i like whispered to them to like just keep playing and i went off ran and got some tea i got some lozenges like it was terrible that here's an idea to fix the pick situation okay um a wee remote strap and then you (laughs) attach the pick (laughs) like the safety straps for wait wait consider (laughs) i swear i should laugh at you fiona so but wait though consider what you're saying here Consider what you're saying here. So picture this, yo. Picture this shit. It'll look Car- cool. Car- oh, yeah. Kara's playing guitar. Okay, right? And so no matter which wrist you attach this silly contraption you've dreamed up to, it's going to look A, bad, and B, if you put it on your strummy hand, the loose picks are going to do one of these <laughs> and they're going to hit the strings as you're playing. Not, not picks. You just attach one pick. But what? And so you've solved 0.1% No, and then, the and then you quickly you flick it back up. And I get the hand. idea. It is. <laughs> I get what you're going. So you mean, okay, so you mean the lone one pick you're yes. already playing with yes. is attached to a string. Okay. To my hand. Yes. Now, I I appreciate your attempt at being innovative. It wouldn't look stupid. Oh, but... Everyone started to do it. Oh, well, but you also... Know, you might just, you should just patent it. Get it done. 
I bet I would sell some. You <laughs> like for a beginner. You need to a beginner who doesn't tips. perform. A okay. beginner who doesn't perform. And you can do that. Yeah. And we then, can get sauce and goss picks. That would be, yeah, that's that's your thing now. Yeah. Hi, I'm Fiona Robertson, and this is the wrist pick. <laughs> no, I love a cooler name than that. What else could you call it? Okay, well, I can take time to think about it. Ah, uh, see, that sucks. Oh, yeah. Rome wasn't and, built and, in a day. Well. <laughs> Valid point. I thought Valid it, point. Wasn't it? I thought it was already there. Um, we need prototypes. <laughs> Yeah, we'll make some prototypes using the Wii Wrist Remote. Thanks, Nintendo. Uh, this yes. is what they were designed <laughs> <Not a> sponsor. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh what if Nintendo sponsored us, man? How fucking bitching would that be? Jeez, oh my God. That would be awesome. Dude, I love Mario. The rest of it's junk. I don't uh, like that you say Mario. I don't. Mario. Okay, yeah. And so anyone who listens who says Do I Mario look Italian? Do I look Italian? Like, you know, like someone who could pronounce Mario because you're a person. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I mean, like that's how he says it in all the games. It's a Mario. Yeah, I guess. So moving on uh, from the from from the wrist pick, which is something that Mario would totally use. Right. Um, no, I uh, I I wonder to like. Because obviously, yeah, like w what you said, what you just shared with us about losing your voice, dropping the pick, like that's that's a bummer. That's happened to everybody um, oh, yes. for sure. The the losing your voice bit it, it is a bummer. And honestly, that that is worse. And for me, when I was performing, doing obviously very um, a very intense style of vocal, that was always a worry for me. I never lost my voice because of screaming i lost my voice once due to sickness and we had a show the next day and i hated every second of it it was yeah. such a bummer um honestly i would rather just have what happened to me happen anytime <laughs> than than lose your voice on stage i'd rather just I shit my pants with you. yeah i'd rather just shit my pants because and i'll tell no, you why because yeah because if you shit your pants right like as long as it's, it's not think of a thousand people in a crowd and the lead singer shits their pants. You do not want that happening. But but right. But. If, if you, yeah, whoa, hello. I guess you can still sing, run off stage, change your pants, keep singing. Okay, I get you. But yeah. even even they if came for a show them. and you're giving them a show. Even if you didn't do that though. Yeah, yeah, that situation would give playing brown-eyed girl a whole new meaning. Ew, shut up. Now. <laughs> Brown pants girl. Shut oh up. God. I like the way you told me to shut up. It was very authoritative. <laughs> um, and I deserved that, let's be honest. Now, think about this, though, right? Think about the logistics of the situation we're describing. If you lose your voice... For sure, everyone minus the deaf are gonna notice you've oh, done right, this. Right. Correct. If you shit your pants, provided that it's not a like nuclear close. disaster shit. Yeah. Right. If it's if it's at least just a solid piece that is now living in your pants, no one will notice that, but you. 
because if you're on a fairly big stage with what do you say a thousand people like if you're playing a venue with a thousand people your bandmates are fairly spaced out. Mm-hmm. So the threat of the threat of the smell obviously is minimized. <laughs> and you hope that you're at an outdoor venue. Right. And, and and you're at an outdoor venue, let's just say. And also we know that when you're on stage, you're above everybody, right? So like everybody's head is like here and you're way up here. Right. And so we all know because we learned in science class in like grade three that heat rises. And so there's no way that the smell would drift downward to your audience members. And so you could, in theory, let's say two songs left type thing. Let's yeah. say in theory, you shit your pants. Your voice is still ripping. Yeah. You're aware it's happened, but yeah. you just put it to the back of your memory because you're a professional you finish the show and you back off the stage. <laughs> you don't turn okay. around, you back off, and then you deal with your problem. Wet yeah, I, wipes for days. I get where you're coming from. But in a scenario where you have to shit so bad, you do it in the middle of a song while you're performing, that's not going to be solid. But what if it was He's solid? He's got a great point. But like in your like your scenario could never happen because if a couple songs left, you could right. hold in a solid shit for a couple more mm-hmm. songs. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on in my opinion, it depends on what you've eaten, aka the fuel that made the product, right? Like yeah, but, you play shows, but that's you're probably not, not going to be great food. Generally, that's true, which is true of my shared experience from earlier on the show where Taco Bell happened to be the gasoline that lit that fire. And it was extremely upsetting. There's no way that I could have. Now, luckily, dude, I was, hey, I'm the most self-aware person on earth. And I knew right in that moment in the middle of our song that I had to make a decision for yeah. the betterment of me and everyone, because what left me that day would have been noticeable to everyone. Yeah. There's, there's no way there's oh no. God. Yeah. I, after that occurrence, which I dodged a bullet for my wardrobe, let's and say so did the, the front row. Yes, they did. Yeah. I, um, I should have bought like, volunteered or auditioned to be a Pepto-Bismol spokesperson. And I mean, sponsor us, right? But drink the pink. That's a different product though. Actually, I fucked that up. Um, It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, I don't know, man, there, there are some nightmarish things that I'm not sure that you've experienced. I, I would be interested in that too. Like things that you have seen maybe from other bands or just at shows you've played at that were maybe shocking. Cause like not, not our, our band, but I saw other bands do things. Now we're all familiar with the sexy party story that I told on the pod. Yes. I saw other bands and other people at shows or at after parties do things that I would never generally like to see again. Um, did you, have you ever experienced anything like that at a show where you went, Oh my God. No, all my shows 
were pretty, I don't know. When I ever played at big shows, I always had security on me. So I didn't really. Um, You're a big show. Like when I played the Holstein Rodeo, it was the weirdest thing having a security guard follow me around. And they only do that. If I was bigger, they probably would have followed me the whole night. But it was just until I played my show because they want to make sure that I step foot on that stage. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense, I guess. But right? I never seen anything just like the regular drunk people carrying on. Never yeah. seen anything. Your standard festival crowd. Yeah. Is this yeah. genre-ist to say there's probably less sketchy stuff happening at a country party versus a, a heavy metal party? I don't think that's true at all. Have no? you heard of Boots and Hearts? Yeah. Boots yeah, I've heard of Boots and Hearts. Wild. It's now. I'm assuming you've been. Yes. Right. Okay. So, I I've never been. Again, it's not really my scene, right? Um, Just like I don't think any of the people that attend Boots and Hearts would likely run into me at like a Deftones concert. But I have heard things about that particular festival. Now, my lovely girlfriend has attended, I believe, twice. Once for sure. And you'll remember my friend Tevin, his older brother, goes every year. He gets like VIP passes. Yep. And I have heard and seen videos, pictures, all of it of very questionable behavior. It's not even about, I think they just go for the party. I don't even think it's about the music. Is that your doorbell? Yeah. What an inviting doorbell. I'm just going to move. We get a little, uh, I think people are here to sure. wish me happy birthday. So you no. run away. <laughs> get them on the pod. So yeah, get get them get on, on here. The I don't think they're going to want to be on the pod. <laughs> 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 so. I like, I like how self-aware you were there. That's great. So I'll just hang out in my bedroom for a second. <laughs> Gravy. Now. Now, uh, I noticed, too, and and we're going to play a fun little game with you here. There's a couple other things I want to hit on quickly. One, um, because I know Fiona will be interested in this for sure. What what was if now I know we didn't really like hang out because I'm older than you. I'm the old guy. But what what do you remember of me in high school? I've already described what I remember of you. I tried to. To be honest, I remember you more in like art class with Mrs. M and Mrs. Mr. Reed. I I was in there a lot. Yeah, I that's where I remember talking with you. Now, was that post me graduating whenever I would visit to teach a class for Mr. Yeah. Norton? <laughs> I think it's a bit of both, yes. Because I remember you coming back after too. I I would do that with decent frequency and will continue to do so because yeah. they invite me back. <laughs> I don't know why they invite me back of all people to talk to impressionable young minds. Um, I would think that if anybody with the upper grand district school board heard this podcast, they would never invite me back within <laughs> 50 feet of any of their facilities. Not after you just said that you want to see kids get hurt. <laughs> Well, now, under the age of 10, okay, 
Um, <laughs> yeah, high school kids are fine. Which that, which that, maybe don't clip that piece of audio. Don't ever um, put that piece of audio out there. I wish oh, I could take that back. It's too late. Um, kids getting hurt's funny all the time, dude. Um, now the other thing that I that I want to know uh, as well. Which literally just skipped my mind. See what happened there? I I fucking you interrupted my story, and now my mind went blank. You see what happened? Can you hear the flatline noise? That's me right now. I had a great question lined up. The question ripped, and now it's over. Oh, I remember what it was. What are some of uh? Thank God. What are some of your favorite? Uh, shows that you're watching right now because we're we're all we're locked inside. There's a lot of television consumption going on. What are some of your go-to recommendable programs? I just finished Shit's Creek. That yes. was God. I haven't watched the last season though. It's not on Netflix. Yeah. So, neither have we. Neither have we. Um. So that's been awesome. Um. My husband and I started watching Heartland. I remember, yeah, I remember Heartland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're re-watching it. Um, Do you like and... The Ranch? Are you into that? Oh, yeah, finish that. That's really good. I liked it too, surprisingly. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, what else? I just finished today actually watching Surviving R. Kelly, the first part. I haven't tried, intense. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I've heard some very fucked Ooh. up things. Yeah, it's messed up. To say the least. It's heartbreaking, actually. And yeah. we watched Tiger King. Because we had to get on that bandwagon to see what was up. It's it's the, the most mind-numbing like, show. What is people... Like, what's the big hype? And then, I guess, like, by the end of the episode, you're like, holy shit. And by the end of the whole series, you're like, what is wrong with people these days? All of them, really. I, like... The other than some of the the workers at the park, like I yeah. all of the people involved in the show, I'm just like, what it, it what are you like it? And we've yeah. talked a lot about animal abuse and it bummed me out. But yeah, that show is just so bizarre. And yeah. I, I know I talk about him quite often. And if you guys haven't seen this, I would highly suggest the first thing you do post call is watch this video i crystalia is the funniest human being on planet earth there's a video of him uh on one of his most recent podcasts making yeah. fun of tiger king if you have not seen this you need to watch it because he makes fun and i agree with him the most crazy part of the entire series to me is when his, well, I guess it was legally his husband, dies. So messed up. Which is so insane. Like, the show was already so out there, and then when that happened, it took it to another level. I was like, I can't believe it. When he died, and at the guy's funeral, his mom is there. Joe Exotic is, like, talking about... um, uh how he would like just put his balls in his face. And then he, yeah, at 
And Fiona didn't see this because she couldn't watch the show. And I understand why. If people could see Fiona's face right now. Dude, I'm not kidding. I'm dying. This guy. Dude, it's okay. Like, I, I can't. Let me paint this for you, fucking Da Vincian. Horribly tragic situation. This young man has died. And, yeah. and Joe somehow makes the entire day about him and his family is there and he's like (laughs) listening to crystalia make fun of it and then he sings and then he sings his own shitty songs which by the way he definitely didn't record it was somebody else and he sings his own song at the guy's funeral and the song is about tigers and then and he's talking his the guy's family is there he was young too. The guy was the guy was like twenty one or something. He has a thing for young people. Fiona, yeah. you didn't miss anything. No, you I didn't. Know. Don't and, watch it. And he's uh-huh. like, his Thank family's you. there, and right before he sings, he's like, "It's terribly sad that my husband died." He, sometimes when I felt sad, he would just put his balls in my face. Yeah, and then he starts singing. I'm like, "What is happening, man?" Oh my god, you've got to listen. You got to see the video of Chris making fun of it. It's, it's the terrible. funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's like, "Yeah, it's." Uh, can you imagine being like that at a funeral? Just like, man, I'm. <laughs> I can't even do it now. He's like, "Man, I can't even. I can't believe my wife died." My favorite part. <laughs> My favorite thing about her is when <laughs> I can't even say it. He just says like oh something gosh. she would do something like horribly sexual to me. It's not unusual. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny, man. You've got to see it. It's the funniest thing I've ever oh. seen in my life. His podcast is so good and much like this one, it rips. But um, oh my God. Yeah. Tiger, <laughs> Tiger King is Tiger King is the best and worst show I've ever seen. Yeah. That's that's the best way I could describe it. It's so bad. Funnily enough, uh, real quick tidbit. Uh, neither of you are probably familiar with a man named Michael Jenkins. Now, he is a sports broadcaster, a pretty famous one in the United States. Uh, he works for NBCSN Washington. And he and I have interacted on Twitter over the years. And he's a great dude. So do you remember in Tiger King, the guy who was filming the show, yes. uh, the cowboy guy with yeah. the, the cowboy hat? So funnily enough, you, you learn in that show, actually, that he used to be like a news guy. And he was the producer at a uh, news um, outlet in Texas where Michael is from. Mm-hmm. And that guy used to be Michael's boss. And really? he. Yes, so crazy. He tweeted it after he watched the show. And that guy's a piece of shit. Now, he told Michael, who's a very successful broadcaster, that no one liked him and that he would never amount to anything. And I bet he told him he was going to purgatory, too. He probably did. Jeez. What an idiot, right? Like, everyone in that show is a complete loser. I'd rather watch The Lion King, so... Yeah, me too. And, and I mean, of course, yeah, Carol Baskin. Right. Carol Baskin fed her husband to the Tigers. Everybody knows that she fed her husband to the Tigers. So that's inarguable. 
No, I love that. Yeah, a lot of good shows right now on Netflix. I'm watching a bunch of like sports documentaries. They're cool, I guess. Um, the best Netflix show of all time, in my opinion, and you guys might like it. You should check it out. Um, it's called Peaky Blinders. I would highly recommend watching Peaky Blinders. I haven't Blinders. even seen that. So I'll look into that. Peaky Blinders, <clears throat> if I give a brief synopsis, Peaky Blinders is essentially a, a show somewhat based on a true story about an English street gang that uh, rig horse races. And they, uh, the family that are in charge of it, they essentially build this huge criminal empire that culminates with the head guy, Tommy, um, becoming a member of parliament. And uh, it's just crazy the shit that goes on in this show. His brother is psychotic and just like kills people for fun. It like it's a wild show, and the acting mm-hmm. in it's spectacular. Peaky Blinders, I'd I'd highly recommend that. All right, Fiona has worked very hard, like she always does. I mean, she has to work very hard to just put up with me, dude. I can't believe we're still doing this show, and. <laughs> And uh, I, I, I actually can believe it because, God almighty, man, we rip really hard. It's um, pretty freaking awesome. I love that you love the show, man. It's so great to have you on finally. You were one of the Thank first people so that much. we were like, we got to have care on. Um, and, and, of course, you know, you're doing the right thing and spreading the word about the show. You're telling everybody you've ever cared about to listen, which is awesome. <laughs> And and I want to declare here and now, everybody pay attention. Everybody pay attention. I want to declare here and now. Now everyone knows, and you know, that we officially declared Stella the dog as our official mascot of the podcast. And she will remain that. But I would like to declare that Kara Smith is the official ambassador of Sauce and God. I'm so freaking pumped about that. <laughs> You're the official ambassador. And dude, honestly, it's like crack another one. How about that? You got yes. me a shirt and I'll wear it on a show. Dude, yes. Okay. So what I want, what I want then is when when this is over and we're allowed to like physically look at another person, yeah. um, we're we're gonna get some merch made. We're gonna get some shirts. We'll probably, we're going to get, we're going to hook you up, dude. We're going to hook you up with a mug. We're going to hook you up and your mug will say official ambassador. Of course, we're going to do that. We're going to get you a couple pens because you know, you got to write down the goss and when the shirts happen, I've already got a deal lined up with a guy who is prepped to make us shirts. It's going to be great. You're going to get a shirt and I would love to see on your Instagram, you ripping a show with a sauce and gosh shirt on. That would make me the happiest person ever. <laughs> I can do that. We can make that happen. Welcome to Maybe the family. Not 2020 because 2020 is looking shitty. Yeah. 2020 is canceled. Yeah. But summer of 2021 at whatever giant show you're playing. Because you're going to blow up when your album comes out. Obviously. Oh, um you're, I can't wait for that. So that's good. Now, like I said, Fiona's worked hard. We've got a little game here. It's a little trivia game. Yeah, we're we're going to play it with you. We'll, we'll, we'll both participate. We'll, bo- we'll both sure. throw our guests in the ring. Fiona, take it away. Yeah, so I worked really hard on uh, Googling the best quiz to do. 
Um, so we landed on this one, which is, um, can you tell me if this is a George Costanza quote from Seinfeld or a lyric from a country song? Okay. And I have five I like questions. If you get three or more correct, we're going to mail you an official sauce and goss pen. Woo-hoo! Pumped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one. Is this George or a country song? How can I miss you when you won't go away? That's a country song. I I think that's a Costanza quote. It is a country song. It wow. is a song by a Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard of them, but... Next if, one! Yeah. As Next if one. a guy said Hot Licks in his name. <laughs> okay. It's very one. sexual. It's not a lie if you believe it. That's got to be Costanza. Yeah, agreed. You are both correct. It's George. All right. Well done. <laughs> I've, been <laughs> I've been yelling at strangers in the street. <laughs> that's a country song. I'll, yeah, I'll agree. That, yeah, it's got, that's got to be a country song. It's George. Is oh! it really? Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Okay. Okay. The next one. My head hurts, my feet stink, and I don't love Jesus. <laughs> That's a country song, I'm pretty sure. Right? Uh, it sounds like a country song. It sounds like Costanza too. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I'll agree. Yeah, you know what? Maybe because it's so out there, maybe it is a country song. Yeah. It is a country song by Woo! Jimmy Buffett. Of so course it's by three, that you dick. You got right so far, Kara. <laughs> so the last oh, one yeah. will just be for, for good luck, I guess. Okay. I don't know, for your future endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> this woman hates me so much, I'm starting <laughs> to like her. That's a country music song. I, I, that's Costanza. That is George Costanza. Oh. <laughs> but it's okay, you got three out of five. We oh, will yeah. uh, send you a pen in the mail if you provide us with your... Um, the proper address. <laughs> and don't don't do it now. Yeah, I figured out. Yeah. Like, I don't do it now. <laughs> like people at my door. Kara yeah. lives at four five two, ripping it up lane. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you, go guys, so much for having me. Oh, this has been so much fun. This was Thank fantastic. You so fun. You're you rip. Uh, much like our show, I'm fired up for your album. When it comes out, when it comes out, we're going to play some of it on the show for sure. We will, we will end an episode with a song of your choice. You you give us the hit single and we will end the epi with it. I can't wait for that. I'm super proud of you, dude. You, you. I'm proud of you. Gosh, your (laughs) podcast is killing. I it's, it's fun, man. Uh, outside of all the other uh, stuff I do this this rips it we have so much fun we're glad you like it and uh, man it was awesome to have you on the show thank you so much it was awesome to be on the show I love it that's great all right we uh we appreciate you coming on best of luck with everything I, I hope birthday. this ends thank happy you. happy birthday of course Woo-hoo. um yeah you don't look a day over 20 and uh <laughs> And uh, say hi, say hi to your unnamed husband, of course. Yes. And, and um, yeah, man, we really appreciate you doing this. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, take care, Kara. Bye bye.
Hi. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Kara freaking Smith. She rips. You can look her up online at the the Kara Smith band. Uh, Her first album. uh, Man, what a bummer. It was set to drop. She had an album uh, release party set in early March. Didn't work out. Was that a sneeze? Uh, No, that was a burp. And whenever, whenever it happens... I'll be there. I'm going to get a copy. Uh, I'm going to get her to sign it because she's going to be a big star, dude. She's super talented. And, of course, she's a super cool person. And uh, she loves this podcast for some damn reason. For every reason. We rip, dude. As you drink, like, what, your third beer? Whatever. It doesn't matter. We, We tear it up. Now, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot longer than I had anticipated also <laughs> me too man you know what man when you're having fun it time just mm-hmm. flows and and that rips now i want to say this um i was feeling a little down today and we'll discuss this right away i slept in today and and that's that's not good man that doesn't rip that means that i suck for the majority of the day but i made up for it dude i, I did some work i did some work dude And, uh, but I slept in and woke up in that panicked state. And you know what? Actually, Kate was the one who woke me up. I hit for some reason, dude, I'll set one alarm. And now I've got much like you with your 68 alarms. I've got three set for tomorrow. Cause now I'm panicked. Cause usually what I do is I set one alarm. I hit snooze at least three times. You see the, just the thought of only setting one alarm gives me such anxiety. Uh, and I see what you mean now, but man, um, so yeah, go yeah, check so... out our, uh, our Twitter page, everyone at sauce and goss pod. We put up a poll there. Let us know how many alarms you set in the morning. Yes. Go, go visit us on Twitter at sauce and goss pod. Same deal with our new Instagram account, which, Hey man, I have been active on there. Unfortunately, no, no dude, it don't say that. Don't say that. It's fun. I posted two very fun videos on there recently, and I'm sure you saw them. Uh, one of the dog just assaulting a, a, a dog bed. Now, I don't know what prompted that, but it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Animals are funny. And then one on of me on Netflix discovering that Titanic is on there, and I just had to take one more dig at fucking Rose, that poser. She is a poser dude and if you guys go on our insta account you can see stella the dog and muffin the cat and let us know what you think about um that absolute unit (laughs) she is a machine dude (laughs) and uh i love it yeah we we appreciate you guys following us and and interacting with us on socials and you know what go give kara a follow too uh she's she's easy to find on twitter and facebook like her uh her band's page and uh man and on twitter man she she's been posting a lot of uh like little snippets of her doing cover songs from a number of different genres the other day she had a she had a great whitney houston one up there like man she is an unbelievably talented singer uh and songwriter and uh yeah we we love that she came on the pod now wait i'm gonna backtrack a little bit to more about the alarms let's um, do that I want people to know um, that I identify as a psycho when it comes to alarms because I don't have most of my alarms in integers of five. 
most people have it at like a 30 or a full hour or like a five mark. Um, I, so let's say I, I start work at 10 a.m. from home. The alarms I will set every night before bed is for 936, 945, 958, and then 1005 if I'm sleeping in a little. Right. Those are the alarms I set on a daily basis for a 10 o'clock workday um, when I work from home and don't have a commute. Okay. That's fair. Now, I typically have a 915 alarm. And I hit snooze like four times, which takes me to about 10. And then I drag myself from the mattress. And because I'll tell you what, dude, this COVID shit fucking has me so drained mentally. I'm fried when I wake up. I I just don't want to do anything. But I pull myself from the sheets and I make a coffee. I pour some O'Casey's in it and I feel good and i get my day started um that didn't happen today and kate woke me up in a panic at 11 30 for those who do math that's an hour and a half late and uh, i got up inhaled a banana and just knuckled in for my terrible day now i got some stuff done dude i got a lot done today to make up for my poor poor performance but I will, that will live no with me. No one was mad we, or upset or anything. It wasn't you, a big deal. <laughs> but you know what though, dude? You know what though? That's going to affect me now for at least another week. Yeah. I'm going to think about that every second of every work day. Because when I make a mistake, as much as it maybe comes off on the show that I'm a bit of a dick. And you know what, dude? I am. But at the core of this dick is a good person. Yeah. I said that is a good person, man. I'm, I I want to do right by people. And so when I make a mistake and, and you know what, part of being self-aware is admitting you made a mistake. And that's what, that's what I did. And when you, when I make a mistake and it affects other people, because, Hey man, some of you guys had to pick up my slack not knowing where I was just straight up. That affects me for like days so i'm gonna have a tough time letting that go but i'll get over it i made up for it and now we're gonna move on what else do we have on the docket okay we can go into um favorite things to do on a rainy day because that was today for us um it rained a bunch i know we're in separate locations but i'm assuming it rained for you too oh yeah yeah oh yeah so yeah it rained rained a bunch for me on and off and then um I, I get a lot of what people do on rainy days is what people do on quarantine days because they're all kind of the same right now. Yeah, but I don't know what the, the weather day, is. <laughs> back in the day when you had a rainy Sunday, for example, where it's just a day at home and it's nice and rainy and, and very aesthetic outside, what, what do you like to do? Now, for me, when days like that come up, and it's rainy or, or even say like a, a snow wind day on like a rare occasion where the snow is so bad, I can't get to work and it's like a write off. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, those were the instances where I would work from home and not think it was going to last for two months. But days like that, honestly, like sometimes I can be a little lax with like chores now, like for the first time in my life in, in, in the apartment that Kate and I live in, Uh, for the first time in my life, I have a dishwasher. So 
there's only certain dishes that you have to wash by hand, right? So like dishwashing and stuff, but I can be pretty lax. We both can at times, uh, uh, you know, in terms of doing like general apartment cleanup. Now it we keep it really clean anyway, but things like laundry and stuff will be like, okay, it's been like five days. I guess I have to do something. Honestly, those days when it's like rainy and shit, those are my favorite days where like I will just get home projects done. I'll tr- I'll put an album on like a when it's rainy out, dude. For some reason, I just gravitate and I just want to listen to John Mayer. I'll throw on some easy listening, some some smooth love songs and I'll jazz along and get a bunch of stuff done. I'll I'll sweep and like vacuum, do I'll do dishes by hand just to like feel like I'm doing something. I don't know That's what cool. it is. I'm but like when the it exact rains, opposite. <laughs> so you go full potato. Yeah, like I'll like if it's a really nice sunny day out, I'll be like, I'm so motivated to do what I have to do today. I'm gonna do all of my chores today and like it'll be so nice. I'll open up a window, have a have a cute fun day. Um, but when it's raining, I'm like, I'm gonna make some hot chocolate and cuddle up to a movie or read a book. And like all all of the cliches. And, fine. and don't even get me started if it's thunderstorming. Because I will sit out on the front porch and just chill. <laughs> I See, watch I, the lightning. <laughs> I was just going to ask you that. What What is your feeling toward toward the tea storms? Because um, I'll tell you what. I love them too. And I'll say this. I, I never, ever sleep deeper than when there's a thunderstorm. Some people yeah, are like scared of thunderstorms. If it's If it's thunderstorming. I will sleep, dude, I will sleep like a rock. I love a thunderstorm and I'll sleep. So let's sleep. hope for uh, no more thunderstorms for a while then, hey? So you, you, you wake up. <laughs> Quality comedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Quality with a capital K. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Oh, you did a good job of making it seem like it wasn't quality with a capital K. <laughs> quality. Yeah, like koala like the bear, bear. But yes. like not bears, they're marsupials. Hey man, we should make like a we should make like a uh like a funk rock band and call it Koality. <laughs> and we'll play like bamboo drums. Cute. Okay, writing it down. Well, I don't know how to. Down. I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> well, then it then it's dead. Like I was gonna say, we'll ask Kara to like write like, songs for us. I'm gonna write it down a few different ways. Kara, Kara will be like our. Uh, she'll be like our manager slash songwriter. I'm sure she'd be into that. Okay. Koala. The only way that I think it makes sense if I is if I spell it like koala with itty at the end. So like yeah. K-O-A-L-I-T-Y, quality. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. okay. You, got, you got it. We understand okay. each other. Okay. Cool. All right. Rainy days. They're fun. What else do we have? Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. I was reading down an earlier quote. I just, <laughs> I just read at the core of the stick because <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> no, don't. we're not using that ever. I just needed to write it down. Okay. Now, um, you told me that you wanted some nachos. Um, but I guess you didn't get any. Is this a sad story? 
No, so so okay. So last night, Kate and I yesterday yesterday, dude, the day like disappeared. It was so weird. I ate and then like started watching a show and the the day just completely blew by. Like we're we're done this show and I can't even remember what I was watching. And I'm like, it's eleven thirty? What the hell? And so then Kate and I settled in and started watching something else. And we're watching and oh, you know what it was, dude? We were watching, I don't know if you like Ricky Gervais show Afterlife on I've Netflix. Holy cow, it's so good, but God, it's sad. Like it's about this guy recovering after his wife dies of cancer. And like it, but it's Ricky Gervais. Now he's mm-hmm. written, you know, The Office, yeah. Derek, so many good shows. And oh man, the show is so like honest. And it's sad watching his character struggle with this death, but like he's funny and goofy in it too. Um, what a great show. And it's like 1.30 in the morning and Kate made nachos. Now she just made like, you know, the nacho, which is where you take Tostitos and melt cheese in the microwave on top of them. Now they were so delightful that at like 1.30 a.m. I've eaten like a pig all day because Kate made, made ribs and mashed potatoes for dinner. I've eaten like a pig all day. I turned to her. And she looks at me and is like, what? And I go, I need to ask a terrible favor. And she's like, what? And I go, I need nachos. And for some reason, I don't know why, because we were just delirious at 1.30, we both just cried laughing. We were in tears. Like, my stomach hurt. We were laughing so hard. And I just desperately wanted more nachos to fill the void of sadness that is my life at times because I'm locked inside and can't go anywhere and it makes me sad. But, man, I'm doing all right because I got the nachos. <laughs> and so I, you're doing all right. And I ate them all. I ate every single shred of cheese and they were delightful. Now, you made a claim as as we, we start approaching a, another long epi and – Fucking a that that rips. Share this with everybody, dude. You can find us everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. We're on Castbox. We're on socials at Sauce and Goss Pod on Insta and Twitter. Email the show anytime at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. Now you made a claim that apparently you think you make the best nachos ever. Explain yourself. Okay, well here's what you're gonna do. So, <laughs> so first of all, um, the only good Tostitos that have enough flavor are either multigrain or jalapeno. Those okay. are my favorite. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to grab a pan and you're going to like cook your beef with some taco flavoring, like a packet of old El Paso, whatever, taco flavoring. And yes. you're going to make the beef taste good. And then... You're going to dice up your vegetables, whatever toppings you want. I normally put like bell peppers and like tomatoes on it. Yeah. And, um, red onions and uh-huh. then the beef. Yeah. I don't know what's so funny. I'm giving you instructions. You should be writing this <laughs> just, down. I just really like the, that you said, and I wish we didn't already have an episode title because just the way you said, and make the beef taste good was so funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 
Okay, so your vegetables are chopped, your beef is cooked. What you're gonna do is you're gonna put out the first layer, that's right, the first layer of chips on a pan, a baking sheet, and you're not gonna have them overlap. You're gonna just carefully place them so that, like they're touching obviously, but not overlapping too much. And then you're gonna sprinkle the beef and sprinkle the vegetables on top. And then you're gonna put your shredded cheese on top of that. Now people put the cheese first and then the toppings on top. That's a mistake because if you put the cheese on second, I it, agree. It holds right? it all it in. It holds it yep. all in. So you have like a perfect chip. Yes. And then you're gonna put your second layer of chips and then repeat the process. Yes. And then you're gonna bake it until the cheese is nice and melted. And okay. then and then you're gonna get medium salsa yes. for dipping. Now, here here's what I'll counter with. Um Dorachos are which I think I brought I, up before. Yeah, I don't like the idea of it in my I, brain. That's sad for why. you. I'm going to make love them. It. Okay, yeah. Make, use whatever chip base you'd like. That's your choice. Mine is multigrain or jalapeno. Not plain because who likes right. that? Well, I, I don't mind it. But like, yeah, Dorachos, it, you got to get Cool Ranch, an equal mix of Cool Ranch and Sweet Chili Heat Doritos. Okay. And essentially repeat the process you said. Although what I do is that I don't put it in a pan. I layer everything after after my beef or meat of choice is cooked. You know what, dude? I'll throw bacon in there. Well, if you want to get fancy, then of course. And I, I hey man, I always do. Now, what I do is I take one of those like cooking dishes those like thick casserole dishes and i put everything in there because okay, yeah. then it's layered like a delicious nacho and or doracho cake and you just reach your fucking meat paw in there and start pulling shit out and dipping it you know what dude i like that i'll dip them in barbecue sauce there's a hot take for no. you yeah I'll dip them That's in beef. That's a little too much. You're a no, little, it's not. A little, nope, a little, a little dude. What you're what you're doing? Maybe right maybe if your meat of choice was chicken instead of beef. Even still, either or, some barbecue sauce. Now, sauce is the sal- go-to. I'm a salsa lady. I don't like sour cream. I'll do both. I'll do both. I'll have a little thing of BBQ over here, and I'll have not like your standard BBQ. I'm talking like, um like Cajun barbecue, like, like it's got a bit of kick to it. Sweet sweetness. And then salsa. Cause I like to go back and forth. You know what, dude, I'll even double dip flavor explosions in my face hole. How about that? Um, yeah, man, God, nachos are so good. I'm gonna make nachos, but you know what though? I'm not going to do that because when we end this rip roaring pod and God, man, we really hope you enjoyed Kara on the show. She's such a cool person. Um, we, uh, we're going to wrap up in a minute here, but I'm not going to have nachos because Kate realized earlier today that I was a little down. I was very disappointed in myself for being unprofesh. And, um, she went out and went to our favorite shawarma place and got me a gigantic, 
gigantic box of shawarma on on yellow rice and i i am going to devour the entire container post show and i'm fired up about that but man what an epi dude that was a lot of fun kara will be back kara will be back she's our honorary ambassador now and 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 I think you know what, dude. I think we made a good choice. Stella is our mascot, and that's obviously a a great choice because Muffin Muffin just doesn't strike me as she doesn't a have pers- the right vibe. No, she doesn't have the personality to live up too- to the expectations. Yeah. Stella's I Stella's a lot more friendly, and Muffin is a lot more um, reserved. I guess you could say. Yeah. Which is made pretty evident in my Insta post at Sauce and Goss Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Sauce and Goss <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> Muffin Muffin strikes me as an animal that uh what's that what's that one artist who blew up this year? What's her name? Lizzo or whatever? Is that what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. So Muffin strikes me as an animal that Lizzo wrote that song called That Whatever That that bitch you know that song that she sings i just took a dna test turns out i'm a hundred percent that bitch we're not allowed to sing it well i only sang two seconds of it and that song's about muffin that's muffin's (laughs) theme song she is a hundred percent that bitch and i respect it she's too afraid to be a bitch no, I disagree. She's got an attitude, what and I like it. You disagree. You haven't I met like her. It. I like it, though. Yeah, but you don't know her. She's afraid of everything. <laughs> well, she's not afraid. She... Almost. She's well, she's under a chair because that's where she feels safe because no one can see her. Well, she's <laughs> and not. And then a... I opened up the chair flap, and she walked away to find uh... another place to hide. Hey man, she didn't walk. That's <laughs> waddled. Fuck off. <laughs> and I, we know one thing that Muffin's not afraid of is food. <laughs> she is killing that kibble, dude. Hey man, I will. Hey man, whoa, who gave you the authority to end the epi early? Just a second here, bro. Bro. If I, hey, bro. If I, I can. I gotta stand up. up for my girl, my girl Muff. <laughs> what? Oh no! <laughs> Think about what you just said. That came out so unfortunately. That came out. <laughs> that's that's as bad as that could have been. That is as bad as you think it is. I wish I could help you. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think that's it. There's no walking. There's no getting out of that. No, there isn't. You're trapped forever. Um, You can find. You can find, you can find this podcast and all the ridiculous. That's why I try to end it early. <laughs> hilarious garbage that we say. Standing up for my girl muff. You can find us on Apple Podcast, 
Google Play, Spotify, and hey man, we're on CastBox too. Check us out wherever is most convenient for you. And hey, do us a favor like our ambassador, Kara Smith. You should also check out Brilliant Artist and spread the word. Tell people about it. And hey, you can do that on social media where you can follow us at at Sauce and Goss Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Also, Sauce and Goss on Facebook. And hey, you can reach out via email at sauceandgoss at gmail.com. Man, that's a lot of places to get in contact with us and help mm-hmm. spread the word. We love it. Hashtag World Tour 2022. Austin Kara Smith Band, man. We're going to tour the world. We'll open with the pod. She'll close with a rip roar and set, and everyone will have a great time. Man, we appreciate you guys listening to the pod. We love doing it. I'm Ryan. I'm Fiona. Out. Boom. Stand up for your girl, Muff. Hashtag 2022.